Welcome to a Junior VC Unfiltered, your behind-the-scenes look into the AJVC newsletter team. This is your host, Mazin, and this week I am joined by Aviral, Raj, Shreyans, and Sanya. In this episode, we talk about Licious and AJVC's piece about it, Can Licious Be India's First Consumer Unicorn? So Aviral, can you tell us why the team chose this topic? I think a lot of us have got text messages from Licious asking us to buy on a hundred rupees cashback and you know what we realized very counterintuitively is that India is a predominantly non-vegetarian country I mean that was surprising for me and I think most of us on the team Uh, if you just take one city like Bombay or Bangalore or Delhi it's a multi-billion dollar market by itself like each of those cities right so it's, it's a huge huge category it's really disorganized um, and Licious is trying to do um, it in a in a very different and I think a very quiet way. It's a startup very few people talk about, but it's been growing rapidly year over year, year over year, almost 300%. Um, and we thought that we should deep dive into uh, this company. It's a consumer brand um, that's very capital efficient, doing well, and could, could end up becoming um, one of India's or maybe India's first consumer unicorn, which is like a direct-to-consumer brand. It definitely is an interesting story. And Raj, can you tell us how they got started? Absolutely. So it's really interesting that um, if you think about it at the very onset, India as a country, even though uh, we, we give up a feeling that uh, we are predominantly vegetarian, but even then, according to a study, <clears throat> India is predominantly a meat-eating nation. With around 71% Indians above the age of 15 years uh, consuming meat regularly. So when Abhay Hanjura, a Kashmiri Pandit, when he was hanging out with his friends uh, who had come to visit him from the US, one of them remarked that when I come to India, I turn vegetarian, which got Abhay thinking. Now Abhay by profession was a senior VP at an insurance brokerage firm and <clears throat> he was really uh, fond of tasty uh, dishes made out of you know obviously meat and seafood and at the same time uh, Abhay's client uh, Vivek Gupta he was working for a renowned venture capital firm they used to bond over food uh, in lunches and talk about everything that is when Abhay proposed that idea that why don't we take up this industry, try to solve uh, the disorganization as Averil has pointed out and see if we can create a brand which consumers can trust. And that is how Licious started. But when Licious started, they had in their mind very high quality benchmarks. When they went out to their suppliers with their list of benchmarks, the suppliers, the, the poultry farms, uh, the the seafood uh, <clears throat> manufa- the seafood suppliers the fisheries they were really surprised at the at, at the quality benchmark that were set and they thought that they were essentially madmen looking for gold plated chicken that is exactly what they were touted as but then eventually when they started getting traction and they started in Bangalore only 
and eventually they started getting fractional <clears throat> that was a time when they realized that this market is not constrained by demand rather it's constrained by supply the supply of quality meat and that is how lishia started in 2013 it's amazing how uh, an insurance industry uh, expert and a vc bonded over food and came together to create uh, lishius shreyans can you tell us a bit more about how they grew so quickly and which levers did they pull to to fuel their growth sure um so first up when they started um they didn't have uh, you know a great start um, they were quite slow and uh, you know they didn't know what where to go next uh, so they changed the business model a bit they made it a farm to fork business model where they you know um just built up uh, the supply chain from ground up um made sure they went into the qqcs um of all the um fishermen um producers and the poultries and and basically they just announced the whole model um so right when they were doing this internet happened uh, to india and uh, smartphone was so accessible so there was just an infrastructure that um that enhanced their advanced growth along with this what happened was um they started producing a uh, a lot more uh, varieties of food that they could offer and uh, this attracted a lot of vcs and they had a series of investments back to back but the main growth that actually took place for lishius and which i think personally was uh, an inflection point was when they started integrating a whole technology um, backbone to this firm uh, it was not just another e-commerce firm they they believed that technology could enhance the whole uh, uh, supply chain and they hired a bunch of data scientists who could help them out and uh, build algorithms around it so they started building predictive analytics algorithm and various other algorithm in these four domains they could check past part past purchases the data analysis of people visiting their application um they had their uh, customer preference in the browse category and uh, product identification so th- so this basically built up uh, cleared up the base stages and uh, and and you know just propel the whole uh, sales so the industry was was set to grow at a gagger of 30% but lishus because of this started growing at about 300% year on year that's an astounding growth rate 300% year over year sanya can you tell us a bit more about lishus's business model and what does the future look like for lishus so um one key decision that lishus made early on was of uh, course to operate with a no meat, no frozen meat uh, philosophy and the reason is that um they wanted to adhere to the tastes indian tastes of fresh quality meat produced so uh, the problem with this whole thing is is that is the is the inherent product uh, it has uh, perishability it, it is disease prone and so on and hence an inventory based model Uh, isn't viable especially if if uh, if they have decided that they won't go into the frozen food category hence uh, if uh, if uh, one wants to create such a model uh, if one wants to create such a strong d2c brand uh, one would have to have a fully integrated tightly controlled uh, sort of a supply chain 
and hence it's only possible uh, if you have visibility into each and every segment each and every step of of the supply chain and that's how licious is built that's how the farm to fork model uh, works uh, at licious uh so uh, it it's always it's always the case if you order from licious it's uh, a less than a 24 hour delivery in most uh, in most cases it's a 2 to 4 hour delivery so uh, it is super commendable and the way they do it is by having visibility into their supply chain uh, and of course all of this works on the back of the predictive algorithms what uh, shyans uh, shortly uh, initially spoke about so every element fits in their strategy uh, so this was uh, this is how the supply chain works and coming on to the uh, pricing leg as i said that every uh, element fits in the strategy so they have uh, very uh, nicely priced their product 10 to 15% higher than the traditional market prices uh, and that is because uh, they are doing one extra mile for the customer by removing all the unwanted material in the produce and hence uh, it fares higher in terms of the quality meet and the net weight uh, and that's how uh, that's how lishus is uh, Uh, changing the consumer behavior in the economy by uh, and and where the consumer is okay paying a little higher and paying for the quality product they even uh, charge a, a minute delivery fee of 5% of the total order value and very few players in the in the ecosystem do that so uh, so that's how the business model uh, runs uh just going just going a little leap into the economics so they have um a good uh, average order value of roughly 500 to 600 rupees inr um and uh, if we if we go and look at traditional industry hits about the kind of margin they would make would be close to uh, 25% and uh, their order frequency given their recent numbers uh, about uh, out in the public uh, doing some little math will just reach us to just get us to a ltv of roughly 1600 rupees and doing a little further math digging a little further deeper into the statements made for for them breaking even in march uh 2020 uh we could just uh make a calculated logical guess that the cap is somewhere around 800 rupees which which uh, leads us to the conclusion that for every 1 rupee spent uh they get 2 rupees in the margin which is which is um literally super uh it's 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 a self uh, sustainable business model uh, which is uh, literally minting a meter for say so that's how that's how licious is licious is built on the business model side uh which is which is truly sustainable if we um if we just uh take a pause and look at the future uh it's just uh it's just amazing to look at how licious has uh positioned itself out in the market so if you see they work directly with the farmers they talk about caring for the farmers they talk about uh they talk about helping out the farmer families earn more they talk about giving butchers a respectable job they even have went out of the way and employed all the delivery fleet on rolls and not contract which is otherwise the norm in the industry so what they are essentially doing is um uh appealing to uh, the indian economy also in a emotional way which is of course generating the employment uh, at the same time generating uh, a lot more sustainable business policies and uh, given uh, given with this model the growth trajectory uh, they are touting to really reach at 1000 crores of uh, revenue by march 2022 and uh, expecting to be a unicorn which is a decent multiple if you <laughs> if if one could peg the growth and the operational efficiency they are at so uh, all in all uh it it just makes a uh, extremely super business running on an uh, extremely efficient uh, business engine it's amazing the way licious has focused 
relentlessly on quality meat, leveraged technology, and put into place an amazing business model. They seem to be well on the path uh, to, to becoming India's first consumer unicorn. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Junior VC Unfiltered. I've got a favor to ask you. Will you take a minute to review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening? Thank you.